C.S. Lewis wrote that it would seem that our Lord finds our desires not too strong, but too weak. We are half-hearted creatures, far too easily pleased. I'm glad you're with us for episode 44 of Jesus Smart, the podcast. The horizon we're questing after is that Jesus knows how life works best now and the future not only belongs to him, it's already showing up in our present. Welcome, friend, to our mini-series on Advent. Christmas time is here. And maybe, just maybe, the possibilities of Christmas are accessible 24-7, 365. Welcome, friend. Our hearts are limitless. The beautiful and good things we desire in life are like signs pointing us to someone and something, the Creator and His dream. These things seem to be stirred up and highlighted each Christmas time. It's an opportunity for us to more closely harmonize with the design that the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit have for us. The weeks and the months to come can be much different, January, February, March, and as we move into a new year. I'm drawing these thoughts for today's episode, another episode in our series on Christmas, from a book which I'm releasing. You can go to JesusSmart.com within a few days and find out information about this ebook. It's uh, the equivalent of about 80 or 100 pages and uh, drawn from the Christmas narratives in Matthew and Luke and really inspiring us, I'm hoping, and teaching us kingdom principles and concepts, practically speaking, to live a very successful life as an apprentice of Jesus, as as a king and a priest in his kingdom. So you can check that out. But we need to listen to our hearts. Today's theme is listen to our hearts, because our hearts are talking to us. C.S. Lewis wrote of a longing, a questing for something from which we're separated. Have you ever felt disconnected from your authentic destiny, even your authentic life, the life you're meant to live? I know I have. I mean, I'm, I'm grateful for my life, but at the same time, I sense that something is incomplete and unfinished. And I'm grateful for that sort of that honing, capacity within the spirit that keeps us questing, keeps us looking for more and more of the story that each of us are called to live, fitting into the greater story from above. The Germans have a way of understanding this longing. It's a German word, of course, a German concept. I'm going to butcher the pronunciation, something close to Zane Zucht. It's a word which captures the searching of the human heart, the searching and questing of the human heart, a yearning, a craving, a longing. It can even feel like a desire for a distant country, a place we we know that is somehow familiar, a place we're meant to be, a place that we're trying to get to. And my friend, this drive is relentless. We continue our quest for an authentic life, all while trying to deal with the reality of desires not yet fulfilled. 
know, we can be at an event. We can hear or be involved in a conversation. We hear a piece of music. We see a scene or, a, or, an, or an entire movie. Maybe it's something we read, a walk, a memory, a face we see, a season we experience. All of these and more can stir deep desire and longing in our heart. C.S. Lewis sees it as the quote-unquote inconsolable secret. You know, for all the expectation of Christmas and New Year's, it's often a season of desire and longing And yet what's good and beautiful in our lives can get highlighted this time of year. And what about the areas of our life that are not so good? Well, that can get highlighted too. Have you ever noticed life desires that we carry through the year? For me, they seem to grow in intensity at the end of one year, like the fall season and approaching into the holidays and anticipating a new year. I've experienced anticipation and joy mixed with disappointment. To be honest, I'll be honest, sometimes I've experienced probably a low-grade depression at times. Now, all that is good and beautiful in our experience, it, it gives us a vision and a thirst for more. They are signs pointing us to something more wonderful still. The truth The truth is that nothing can completely satisfy us, no matter how good it is, how beautiful. Much can make us content for a time, but nothing can fill us to overflowing perpetually. The reason is that our final joy lies, quote, beyond the walls of this world, unquote, as J.R. Tolkien put it. Ultimate beauty does not come from a lover or a landscape or a home. Only through them. Ultimate beauty comes through these things. We relish them, but they are not our ultimate good. They point us to what is higher up and further back. You see, we want God and his story, even when we want a green valley or a good time from our past or experiencing a loved one. We do want to enjoy these things, of course, but our true quest is for what's behind them. Friend, I just wanted to pull away from our theme for just a moment. You can go to the show notes page for this episode at jesussmart.com. There you can sign up to receive a free weekly email for next level ideas and practice to advance as a Christ follower, as an apprentice of the kingdom, as Dallas Willard wrote. Plus, you'll stay in touch with new episodes and other resources on the way. Our thoughts today are drawn from an ebook I'm releasing in just a few days about Christmas. It's taken from Matthew and Luke, the Christmas narratives, and principles and truths and kingdom dynamics that can help us 24-7, 365, so that Christmas really, really is all year long. Let's get back to our theme of listening to our heart at Christmas time and really throughout the year. You know, I'll take some cookies and some hot chocolate, some some great Christmas music and snuggling with my wife and family, even a few Hallmark movies. You know, our our daughters and my wife, they take in copious amounts of Hallmark movies. I can take a few, but with all of this, let me have the dynamic of the incarnation, heaven merging with earth, and how that transforms every day of the year. That's what I'm talking about, keeping Christmas well. 
you've probably heard of Augustine, right? I think he lived in the 400s AD. A famous bishop from, I believe, Hippo in Northern Africa. He once prayed, God, grant me chastity, but not yet. (laughs) He was living a very immoral lifestyle. He spent years of his life trying to quench his deepest longings and desire on the dark side. In time, David's cry in Psalm 42 really began to shape his his search. As the deer longs for streams of water, David said, so I long for you, O God. I thirst for God, the living God. When can I go and stand before him? The well-known prayer at the beginning of Augustine's confessions is timeless. It's universal. O Lord, he wrote, you have made us for yourself and our heart is restless until it rests in you. The creator has designed our heart for himself and for his story. And apart from that, the full beauty and the song of our lives is beyond our reach. Our restlessness can cause us to look to the past with nostalgia, but seasons have changed. Places are different. People often change. We cherish all the good memories, right? Yet a deeper joy is is not found by gazing backward. Then we can look to the future with hope and anticipation. Our desires can be good and beautiful as we look forward, yet we must appreciate that Our longings for these good things are pointing us to our ultimate joy. He longs to flow through our desires with his presence and his dream. This, this, my friend, is a wonderful mystery. Our part in his dream unlocks our highest life. And I want that. I want my highest life. I don't want like an 80 percentile, a 90 percentile. I'm questing for a 100 A grade life as an apprentice of Christ in his kingdom, living out my full destiny and the story that he has. We discover the satisfaction of our longing in the long awaited gift. The story of our lives is wrapped in the son who is given Isaiah wrote in Isaiah 9, 7, For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government, that's the kingdom of God, the the realm of God's reign, and the government will be upon his shoulder, and his name will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Everything good flows from him. Now, and in the new heavens and new earth to come. And so our heart, it it keeps us questing for him, our ultimate joy and satisfaction. We keep venturing for the best. A secret is that we discover our true selves as we yield to him. David wrote, I believe in Psalm 16, you will make known to me the path of life. In your presence is fullness of joy. In your right hand, there are pleasures forever. And so Christmas time is here again, an opportunity to remember and celebrate the incarnation, the enfleshment of God into the earth in his son, Jesus Christ on the earth. There is nothing in history more consequential than the incarnation of God's son. He came to show us the way to model how his realm works, 
to die, to come to life again. And the Christmas story changes everything. Jesus says in the last book of the New Testament, the revelation of Jesus Christ, behold, I am making all things new. Earth is connected again with heaven in a new way. And we can experience things we have not imagined right here, right now, and forever. See that incarnation dynamic on the inside of you. Paul wrote, I think quoting Isaiah, things which eye has not seen and ear has not heard, and which have not entered the heart of man, all that God has prepared for those who love him. For to us, God revealed them through the Spirit. For the Spirit searches all things, even the depths of God. Well, you've heard of Christmas in July, but the dynamics of Christmas are accessible 24-7, 365 in January, February, March, May, September, and right on through the new year. We can live in the light, in the potential of Christmas every day of the year. And I'm just convinced that as we explore and really meditate and penetrate into the account of Christ's birth in the Gospels of Matthew and Luke, I'm convinced we'll discover new and dynamic ways of living. And so let's just take a moment to reflect, and then I have a prayer and an affirmation. You know, personal reflection is time well invested. What may your heart be saying to you? Are you open to the thought that a low-grade ache that you may experience at times is actually a faithful message to you? Are you ready to explore what your heart wants? Could God be talking to you through your heart? And if you're restless, will you see your restless heart as a gift, an elegant invitation to quench your thirst in Christ and to be drawn deep into his dream for all things? And now a prayer and affirmation. How can a single prayer be measured? Is there anything more creative than prayer, my friend? Here's the prayer and affirmation. Join with me. Father, I stand before you in the name and on the merits of your son, Jesus Christ. I bring my longing, restless heart before you. Soften and shape the stony parts of my heart. Create within me a receptiveness to your dream. I thirst for you. Lead me to drink from the river of your presence, from the streams of your dream. You are my joy, and you richly give me all things to enjoy. I'm grateful, Father, now and forever. Amen. The thoughts in today's episode were taken from a book I'm re-releasing about Christmas, The Christmas narratives in Matthew and Luke, it's only about the equivalent of 80 to 100 pages in length. It's an ebook and will be available in just a few short days. You can keep in touch with it by keep coming back to jesussmart.com. If you're on my email list, of course, you'll receive notification about it. But it's an ebook you can quickly grab, just about 80 to 100 pages in length. And I think it will bless your Christmas time. And I'm really hoping it will position you well for the launching of a new year. Truly, the Christmas dynamics in this book, I believe, are accessible 24-7, 365. And we're really meant, in that sense, to uh, experience Christmas all year long. How about that? You know, our longings and our desires are pointing us to, to someone and something more than just 
the longings and desires that we often have. So listen to your heart. It's quite possible that the Lord is talking to you through the movements of your heart. Allow your life to flow into his dream. I believe, I really do believe, in fact, I'm 100% resolute and convinced that this is how we discover and access our highest life. Thanks, friend, for rating, reviewing, and subscribing to the podcast on iTunes and other major podcast apps. It's also on Spotify and YouTube. It helps others discover the content, plus it keeps you connected. We also appreciate you sharing this podcast directly from your favorite listening app on social media or even via email. Visit JesusSmart.com to see the show notes page for this episode. You can leave thoughts and questions there. You can reach out. You'll find there additional resources to dive deeper with today's theme. Plus, you can sign up to receive a free weekly email for next level ideas and practice to advance as a Christ follower, as an apprentice of his kingdom. As always, with Jesus, our horizon is filled with light. It's brilliant. Make it a smart week and all the best until next time.